welcome and thanks for tuning in to our Honor Yoga Now podcast. We actually have great news. We have a discount code that we'd like to share with you through Yoga Hustle. In addition to their yoga slings, their mats, their blankets, and their blocks, they were recently ranked best in the U.S. through Good Housekeeping and they're also the only women-owned and run yoga mat and accessory company in the U.S. Use our code HONOR20 for 20% off at checkout. Yay! Today I have sitting with me Carolyn Chenko, one of my dear friends. Yay. Hi, Carolyn. Carolyn, thank you so much for being here. So happy to be here. <laughs> Such joy. Isn't it joy? Yeah. Carolyn is a restorative yoga teacher trainer. She's also a HONOR yoga teacher. And you also do the core curriculum for the right. restorative yoga teacher training, right? Right. I do core curriculum. And also, if a yoga teacher wants to teach restore, they can come. I do a 16-hour um, training that they can take. In addition to the 200-hour, mm -hmm. right? That In addition to the 200-hour, yes. Yes. Because yes. the 200-hour, it's kind of like just a taste it's of It's a flavor. The, yes. You get a, a little flavor, flavor. Flavor of the week, right? Flavor of the week, right. <laughs> a little taste of each type of yoga. So that's what's so nice about you know, if you want to go on after 200 hour. And that's so important, I think. It really is important because again, like with the 200 hour teacher training, you kind of get a taste of a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And then you then You need think, to go on oh. to your, like it's like graduating. You need to go yes. on to your graduate program. Yes, like, it's like the master's degree. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So Carolyn, exactly. um, I know you, like I feel like Restore is like your baby. Ever since I've known you, and I feel like I've, I kind of like, Right after teacher training, even though we didn't go through teacher training together, right? Um, Close. I think we were like a yes, year apart. Yes, yes, yeah, just yeah. about. Yeah, I feel like I really connected with you. Yeah. you know, you were like my yoga big sister. Yes. I want to say yes. um, we did like the Reiki yes. together and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know that Restore is like your baby. So let's just jump right in. Yeah, tell me what is restorative yoga? <laughs> so <laughs> give restore. it to me. <laughs> So Restore is my baby. Um, it is. You know, I love Restore. I'm passionate about it. And actually, I did, um, I did my 200 hour to teach Restore. That was my my passion. Yes, that and was did what you I trained before. I did. I, I did. remember you telling me that before I you did. even went through your 200 hour. You did, did a Restore training. I yes, did. Yes. I, so yes. for me, I did. Um, I loved Restore. It's my passion. I call it my first yoga love. <laughs> and then I did about 40 hours of restorative teacher training before I ever even thought about doing my 200 hour, but I wanted to do my 200 hour because I wanted to expand, right, yoga, so yeah. interesting, yeah. Such, a broad, such a broad world. So, but I did my 200 hour to teach Restore. That was my goal and that was my, what I wanted to do was to share that. So yeah, uh, Restore is my baby. Yes, and you know, Karen, I feel like anything that you do, it, you like, you just, you excel. You know, oh, I admire so that. I admire that about you. I really you're do. So it's sweet. like it's oh, like everything you touch you. turns to gold. I'm dead serious. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving forward. <laughs> we ever have a little love fest. Really. Okay. No, but um, so Restore is my baby. And so, yeah, we thought about this. Like, well, I was thinking, well, what am I going to say? What is Restore? And I thought maybe a better thing would be to say what is what Restore is not. Got because it. Good. so often people think, I'm coming to restore class. I'm going to take a little um, stretching. I'm going to do a little light movement. I'm going to do go, go to sleep. You know what am I doing? Or they might just see it on the schedule and think I'll try it out. I'll I'll try it out. I'll check it out. What what is it? And so when they come into my class and they've never done restore before, I say to them, 
uh, welcome. And I say, you know, just like any yoga class, we put the body in different postures mm -hmm. and we create the postures using the props. So in Restore, we almost build like a little, uh, we use a lot of props. Yeah. And we almost build like a little support, a little tent for people, a little way to be held up. Everyone's got their own little pod. <laughs> And the reason that we do that is because whenever the body is supported, it signals the body to relax. That's such an important concept, that it signals the body to calm. Um, so I was, in a, I was in a class last week, actually last Sunday, Julie Milk's class. Yeah, oh, okay, yes, yes, love, love Julie. Her. Shout out to Julie, mm -hmm. I'm calling you. <laughs> so flow class, and she had us in Anjani Asana, which is like, um, you know, one, my right foot is on the floor, my left mm -hmm. knee is on the floor, mm -hmm. like, a, like a low lunge, like yes. a kneeling lunge. And so we're in this thing, and she said, if your hands don't touch the floor, and of course mine are like, 50 miles from the floor, like flapping in the wind. She said, if your hands don't touch the floor, get some blocks, put your hands on blocks. So okay. of course I dutifully got my blocks. And she I love said, blocks. <laughs> and she said to the class, uh, whenever we're supported, whenever our, our, we're supporting our body, whenever our hands are resting on something, signals our body to relax. And she said, let's experiment. So we took our hands off, you know, and then you can kind of find calm, but it's more challenging because when you're putting your hands on something, it signals the body. The body starts to do the work. Right, now even come. though the legs and the core, everything else is right. engaged, right. you still have that little touch. Right, that touch. Mm -hmm. So it's the same idea in Restore, but we're going much deeper. So we signal the body, we support every part of the body. So we're supporting the legs, the head, the arms, and we're supporting everything. And so it signals the body to come to a state of rest, its own physiological state. It's different than sleep. It's different than hanging out. It's a place where the nervous system calms. So unlike a flow class where you might have your hands on blocks for like, you know, a minute or 30 seconds, in yeah. Restore we stay 15, 20 minutes because we want to bring the body into the state of calm. Yes. Now what about the mind? I know, like Restore, you know, like, yes, you're lying there, but your mind's all your mind's all over the place. I know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> Because sometimes, yeah, people will say to me, uh, they'll say, I can't do restore. I can't do restore, my, my mind's too busy, or you know, maybe it even causes anxiety, right? Like, oh my goodness, I have to go and lay for 20 minutes, I'm gonna be so anxious. I'm gonna, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not gonna know what to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm gonna, so I actually was teaching uh, for the 200 hour, when someone goes to 200 hour and they take they do the different flavors i teach the restore flavor <laughs> i love and that <laughs> so one of the students i was at honor yoga pennington last spring and i was doing the uh, restore for the tts mm -hmm. and one of the students said to me you know in the middle of the group she said i'm just active i don't i've never been to restore i do a lot of yoga i do all kinds of forms but i've never been to restore and i don't want to do restore because i my mind's so busy my mind's so active i have so much going on yeah and I was like, good news for you, because <laughs> I got good news for you, you're, the mind doesn't have to relax. You don't have to, it's like a misconception, like this idea, we think that I have to calm my body through my brain, that I'm going to create calm with my brain, but this is not how the body works at all. The body does all the work and the body leads the mind. And in fact, sometimes we, might not feel like we were calm, but the body does all the work. Mm -hmm. And so it's such a great thing. And so actually the same teacher training I ran into her last mm -hmm. week, 
she was subbing a class and I went in and she said, oh, you probably don't remember me. I'm like, well, of course I remember you. I said, you said, told me you couldn't relax. And she said, actually going to that class, that module, that restore module, yeah. she said was a game changer for her. Wow. Because she realized that you can have this benefit and you don't have to, you know, we're not, we don't have the job of creating it. The body does the work. Yes. Yeah. So then when the body's calm, the mind kind of follows. Yes. Yes, yes. That, that, that's amazing because when you see, when you think of restore and you're like, yeah, I can't sit still. Right. You know, I can't do this or I can't sit still. My mind's all over, but it's really kind of not how it works, you know? So right. it's good to like, at least give it a try, you know, like, and you know, it will, yeah, it will work. Yes, it will work. It's magic. It works. Yes, it's it's ma yeah, you were telling me before. It's magic. Yes, magic. It works. So benefits of Restore. I know you have a ton. Yeah. But what is like the initial benefit? And then like as you take class, you know, like moving forward, like the um, the long-term benefits. Yeah. What do you think? Well, there's, you know, always when we calm the body. So we always say, oh, parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of mm -hmm. don't even know what that means. Like I'm resting and digesting. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it means like you're what testing does that your mean? What is, I don't know what that means in my stomach. But um, what is interesting is, so... The mo most common thing people say to me, because really I have the documentation from my students. Mm -hmm. So the most common thing they say to me, oh, is, oh, I slept so well after class. I had a sense of well-being. And that stuff's great. That's nice. But really the value. So one of my students, Lilia, uh, who, for people who come to my uh, restored classes, know her. She said I could use her name. <laughs> so Lilia. Hi, Lilia. <laughs> so long-time yoga practitioner long time martial arts tai chi right like a whole life of practicing uh and so she was ex she just shared this story with me that she was experiencing not high blood pressure but every time she'd go to the doctor it was elevated every time so she started doing restore she's been doing restore with me for a few maybe a year mm -hmm. now maybe a little longer a little less time right and she said she came into class and she said i went to the doctor and my blood pressure's down and the doctor literally said to her, like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because the doctor had been with her a long time. What are you doing? And she said, the only thing I'm doing different is restorative yoga. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. huge. And one of my other students, so another student who's a science teacher, high school science teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a stressful job. And he said to me that his students can tell when he has been missing class. They'll be like, go to class. I know my own children, when I started to go to restorative yoga, they were like, literally said to my husband, oh no, mommy can't miss yoga. Oh no, mommy can't miss <laughs> So it is, and actually, you know, so I kind of have that feedback. And one of my other students who's been with me a long time, she was on a, a flight this summer from mm -hmm. Newark to San Francisco. Oh. Long flight. And yeah. she said to me, because I said it afterwards, how was your trip? And she said, well, let me tell you, this was amazing on my flight. She said, normally she's very anxious. And she said it was a rough flight, a lot, of, a lot of turbulence, a lot of stuff. And she said, first she said to me, she goes, is it weird if I hear your voice in my head? <laughs> and I said, well, I'd love to think it's my voice, but it's your practice. It's the right. voice of your practice mm -hmm. coming to you. And she said she was so calm on the flight because she just remembered, like, right, she remembered when I'm stressed, I come back to the present moment. And it's a trigger that our body remembers. Yeah. Because we practice, so our body remembers. Oh, I can be calm. Right. Oh, I know how to calm. I know how to be calm. Mm -hmm. And so it's it, that's how it works, right? We remember to come back to our body, 
and her body remembers. And she said it was like the most calm flight she's ever had. Really? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Isn't that profound? It, it is profound because you take like, you know, it, it's such a holistic way to be well. Yes. And um, To be well, to seek the things that we want. To seek, oh, I'm a, a, I have so much anxiety, I take a pill. Yeah. And also, but the answer is already here. You know, sometimes I say to people in class, I have this cue where I say, just being present with your body is okay. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes it's okay to be still and think of your body like a good friend, that we're just there with our body. No judging, mm -hmm. no pushing, mm -hmm. no criticism. We're just there. It's okay to just be there, not to change, not to push, not to say you need to be relaxed, you need to be tense, you need to be more fit, less fit, no pain, more pain. Let's, it's okay to just be with our body like a good friend. And as we come back to the practice, time after time, the body remembers and goes right there, right. goes there so quickly. Yeah, so yeah. we can have that, we can access that calm all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. No, it's like high five. Yeah, <laughs> high five, oh my God. So, Carolyn, you had mentioned about like um, restore you over sleep. Yes. So, like, just give me an example of a few poses that people can do, or, or you know, I don't know if you need to yeah. get up and do a pose, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, you yeah. know, like, just, just a few things yeah. for sleep, because I know lately, um, and I'm a great sleeper, but lately, it's like I... I I'm up later because I feel like my body is more intense. Like I'm in bed or I'm watching TV or I try to shut, you know, I shut yeah. the, I shut the systems down and just try to be there. And I'm like, I'm not, and, and it's a, it's boggling to me because I was always a great sleeper. Like nothing bothered my sleep. Um, but now the second I'm like, really? Yeah. So tell me, what are some things through restorative yoga that we could do to maybe, to maybe, um, help with our sleep? Help with our sleep. That's a great question. And the number one question people ask. Really? Yes. Yes. Sleep, right? So this, I, and I tell people, yes, take your practice home with you. Mm -hmm. Take mm -hmm. your practice home. So uh, one pose that I tell everyone to do is legs up the wall. Okay. But I want to give you a secret. Okay. I love secrets, but I won't tell, but maybe I, I want to give you a secret. <laughs> We're live, so it's a secret for yes. everybody. So <laughs> you know, if you go on to Google and you Google legs up the wall, mm -hmm. think about what we see. We see a million different things, a million different mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. and we see a beautiful yoga person with her legs so straight up the wall. And, and she's in this really amazing vertical position. But for restore, we don't have to push, right? We're not pushing mm -hmm. our body mm -hmm. into a shape. And I say to people, put your legs up on a chair, let them be bent, put a pillow behind your head, cover yourself with a blanket, cover your eyes with a, just a washcloth if you want, a clean washcloth, and just be comfortable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like a concept that we don't know how to embrace to be comfortable because really we say well this is familiar or the brain kicks in and says I saw this pose on Google I should be having my legs straight as in. I should be right. suffering I should look like her <laughs> I should be suffering here yeah yeah but this is what's so magic about restore is that we discover how to be at ease we discover how to be at ease and that is the magic and then we take that our body says I understand I'm calm not necessarily sleepy, but calm, so I can take that into sleep. I can transition that into sleep. 
And so often with my restore classes, I love teaching restore. I have 7.30 p.m. classes. And I used to. I don't do it so much anymore. I used to wear my pajamas to class. I remember you used yeah. to have pajama party classes, I think. People yes. be like, are you just a hippie? I'm like, no, these are my pajamas. <laughs> I'm wearing pajamas. Yeah. Because it's such a beautiful transition to kind of become and then move to sleep. But you don't have to. It doesn't make us sleepy. It just lets the body become, which can be unfamiliar sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So when you said bent, lights up the wall bent, because again, like lights I'm thinking. Lights up on a chair, you know, right? Yes. Yeah, just, or, or bum right up against the wall, legs up, sandbag. Right. Um, oh, the sandbag. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so, so your bum doesn't have to be that close to the wall, and you can have a slight bend in the legs. Yes. Or okay. put the legs up on a chair. So so oh. the legs are at a 90 degree okay. angle. Yes. And the Think of the back. shins, mm -hmm. right? And then knees, and then just be comfortable. And the thing is, too, we don't have to stay, right? Say... We get into a posture and we're there for a minute or two. This happens to me. I'll get into a posture and I think I'll get in there for, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm so comfortable. This is so good. And about a minute in, I go, oh, there's a wrinkle below the blanket. I'm close. I'm quite right. And then here's my second secret. You can move. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't. <laughs> you can move right. and change. It's okay. There's no, it's all right to change and be comfortable. It's all right to discover what being supported is and to discover what being comfortable is. Awesome. Oh, gosh. So if you guys have any questions, we're actually live on Facebook um, for Carolyn or I uh, regarding Legs Up the Wall. If you guys want to try it or anything, um, type it into the chat box and um, then we can feature your answer or we can answer your question uh, via messenger through Facebook or Instagram or email us both. Um, or tell us how much you love restorative yoga. Yes, or tell us how much you love restorative yoga. Um, so, Carolyn, also um, relating to the eight limbs, we talked uh, last week yeah. and we were talking about Pratyahara. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. tell me how does that relate to um, restorative yoga? I love this. I know I brought this up because I love <laughs> talking about this. It's such a silly thing. But, you know, for yogis, it's so interesting to me. So, I told you I, I do just the restore module for mm -hmm. 200 hours. That's mm -hmm. my flavor. That's my passion. And I love doing that. And I go in and I say, um, okay, eight limbs of yoga, right? You guys learned yamas, niyamas, yes, asanas, yes. pranayama. And then I say pratyahara, pratyahara. Yes. And then I always ask, who knows the definition of pratyahara? It's my favorite. And then the, the pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you're everywhere. Flip, 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 flipping. And they get the answer. They find it. They're so good. And they say, withdrawal of the senses, which is indeed a wonderful definition. But it's mysterious, right? Mysterious. Yes. I think the eight limbs, they have a lot of different... Um, I've lost for words. Definition, like because like, they're mysterious. That's why yes, you lost your words. Yes, mysterious. Yeah, they're mysterious. Um, oh God, like oh, I can't think of it, but maybe I'll think of it later. Yeah. Um, like different definitions, different, yes. different. Um, oh my God, different like outlooks of, yeah. of the way people look at them. Yes, yeah, of course. For lack of better terms, because, because I have right, a, because um, it's a so many thousand year old tradition. Exactly. Course, so it's course. translated differently. Of course. You know, I think a lot of the um, philosophy is translated. A little bit differently throughout you know what I mean like yeah. and I guess we understand it differently in our own heart too of you know the course. way we understand of it perfectly the way it kind of yes, um, our own um, comes to our own brain yes yeah. absolutely so go on I just, uh, <laughs> I just went off <laughs> but exactly like you're exactly right exactly what you said because so it's right our own journey 
But also for me, when I was first doing my 200 hour, I was like, well, yamas, you know, I can um, be good to other people mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. harm. Okay, mm -hmm. I can access that in yamas. Mm -hmm. uh, good with myself. Okay, there's a journey, but I can understand that. Asanas are so familiar to us. Because and that's how a lot see, of people come to you. That's through the asana, through the movement. Yes, yes. Uh, pranayama, breath work. I can do that. You know, mm -hmm. I can, mm -hmm. um, I know how to breathe. Look at me. I'm doing it now. <laughs> But pratyahara, uh, turning inward, right, withdrawal of the senses, uh, and I'll say to people, you know, how often do you access that? And it's, this is the mysterious one, yes, right? Yes, it is pretty mysterious. And so a very common thing, so um, an article that I read, uh, one of my teachers, Judith Lasseter, who I love, I have such a girl crush on her, <laughs> uh, so she describes pratyahara as um, almost as if you're at the bottom of a well. That you're aware, you're aware, mm -hmm. but you feel distant and almost like you're like, am I moving? I had a student once, so very often people will say to me in class, at the end of class they'll say, I could hear you, but I, I could hear you. And one of my students, she goes, I thought I was moving. When you said, you know, sit up or move, she goes, I, I thought I was. And I'll say, did you feel like maybe you're at the bottom? Well, she, and they'll always say, exactly, pratyahara. Fantastic. Now, it's mm -hmm. not the goal of restorative yoga by any means, right? Mm -hmm. That's not the goal. Just like calming our mind isn't mm -hmm. the goal. Um, and, and just to clarify and calming the mind, it's not that, oh, we go to restore and we're, we make our mind busy with the task. We, it's just like any yoga practice or meditation practice. Mm -hmm. When the mind is busy, we take note and we redirect it back to the present moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, very often, it just surprised me. It took me a little bit of a couple of years of teaching where people would say, I was here and I, I did a little bit of research to try to understand what where they were. And also, the other thing is they lose track of time, right? Pratyahara, time stands still. Mm. We enter the mysterious place in time. It happens all the time in my classes. Um, I had a woman come in a couple weeks ago, first time doing Restore, and she said, I'm so anxious, I don't know if I'll calm my mind. And I said, good news, no worries, <laughs> just, you know, do. And so at, it was right at the end, and I was just adjusting her blanket, and she, she, she turned her head to me and she said, Am I supposed to be doing something? Are we doing something next? What's next? What next is the next posture? And I said, no, no, we're, we're finished. Class is over. And she's like, we just started. I said, no, an hour has passed. Time, right? We enter the mysterious place of time that yes. is Pratyahara. And as I said, it's not the goal. Like I, I, I would never say, oh, you know, I'm going to start my restored practice. I want to find this place. But it's only upon reflection of my own practice and also sort of in an effort to define or label or help my own students understand mm -hmm. that I couch it in most terms and couch it within a yogic tradition. Okay. So interesting. Yes, yes. And, you know, we were talking the other day I was in a restorative yoga teacher training, and I, that, I think that happened to me. Yeah. I was on one side, and the next thing I know, everybody was like doing something different, and I looked up, and I'm like, Did I, was I supposed to go to the other side? Yeah. And the teacher's like, Amy, I left you because you look so calm and peaceful. You needed that side. You needed to be there right there. You needed yeah. to be there right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, the feeling of, yes, be, like being at that bottom of the well, being aware, but yes, being, being, just being far, being you know, far. you mm -hmm. know, just hearing the distance, but just you, you, your, your body is so calm yeah. that you're in a state of relaxation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. 
That's awesome. So, so yeah, you, you definitely shed some light on that because, you know, going back to that memory, I was like, oh, wow, I guess that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, Carolyn, tell me one more thing. How do you take yoga off the mat? Just give me an example. Did you Every want to hear my story day. or are we finished? No, we're not finished yet. We're not finished yet. That's the last question. And then I definitely want to go into your story because I know your story. And um, it's an amazing story. Yeah. How do you I don't have to tell me, but I mean, if you want to. My story. More secrets. So how do I take yoga off the mat? So this is a good question, you know, uh, because I think that um, the practice, it's like reminds our body to go back. And so I take it with me all the time when I'm feeling anxious. I tend to get very anxious when I go to doctor's appointments, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. for any reason other than I think I have like a white coat syndrome, so I get a little nervous. <laughs> and so I use it then, and it's great. I just bring, I come back to the present moment, and I am able to calm down and settle down, and I can even... Um, like sometimes I'll go in and I'll be like, your blood pressure's a little elevated. And I'm like, give me a minute. Right. Let me tune be, in here. Give me a minute. Let me settle. And I'm like, okay, let's take it again. They're like, yep, it's better. <laughs> a little biofeedback off the Yeah. So awesome. I do. And I also think it's just, it's like something that we, once our body remembers, we're always able to access it. We can bring that with us. Yes, yes. So you're taking your yoga off the mat every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And especially day. when you go to the doctor. <laughs> So, Carolyn, most important, tell me a little bit about how you found restorative yoga. How you first went to a class. Um, you know, what was your first experience with um, restorative, teacher restorative yoga and why you fell in love with it? Uh, my story. <laughs> Do I need a tissue? We need a tissue. We need a tissue. Yeah, so I always cry. We'll cry. You and me, we'll cry. I cry. I'm a crier. I cried yesterday. <laughs> I cry. We cry all the time. So I do want to, so my story is, um, you know, and I've told the story many times, um, and it's just even kind of going back upon reflection of it. It, it is just such an intense thing. So my husband, um, you know my husband, yes. Mike. People yeah. come to my classes know my husband, Mike. Great guy. So my husband is a career military helicopter pilot. Mm -hmm. um, 30 years. I already had the chills. Full time flying a helicopter, doing different different helicopters, different missions. Uh, a great career. And we've been very fortunate through his career in that we were always stateside, right? We mm -hmm. always stayed here and he went away and he came home. And I would always be in touch with him when he was away mm -hmm. and he would always say, I'm going to be home in the state and he would come home. Great. And, and it was just like there was something very solid about that. Mm -hmm. And also we could be in touch. Yeah. So in um, his last deployment, he was in Kosovo. And it was a long deployment. Mm -hmm. He was there a year. Uh, and we knew going in, we had a long time to prepare. It wasn't a surprise. He trained on a new helicopter. Um, and so we had a lot of time. He was gone for the training, you know, gone, whatever, a couple months for the training. But he would come back. Mm -hmm. And... About halfway in, we did have a visit, so we got to be together for a couple of weeks. Like six months in, we had a family vacation where we met for two weeks, and mm -hmm. so that was great. But right around the nine-month mark of that deployment, um, things, you know, I just knew I wasn't in touch with him as much. I couldn't talk to him as much. Um, he started to have, so he has um, 
physical um, issues, uh, medical issues that are related to his long years of service, mm -hmm. being in a, the vibration of a helicopter, um, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And he's always been able to manage them at home, but when he was away, um, I, you know, conditions on a deployment aren't always ideal. You can't yeah. control your schedule, you can't control a lot of things. Right. And I think his health started to really deteriorate. And um, it was such a stressful time for me. Um, like then, I and, and only in hindsight do I see because like my family, they live like four hundred miles away, and they would come. They'd be like, "We're coming to see you today." <laughs> like they were just so worried. And in hindsight, I see that so many people were just really trying to keep me from jumping off a bridge. Oh it was gosh. really a difficult time. Yeah. So my husband, um, it was right before he was due to come home. Uh, he was grounded from flying. And I don't think at the time we realized that would be the end of his flying career. That was it. He would, I don't think either of us realized he wouldn't fly again. Mm -hmm. That was tough. Yeah. And even talking about it now, it's tough. Um, and so he was about two days before he was going to come home. And I knew he'd been grounded from flying. I knew he had medical issues. But, you know, he's so far away. And I right. know we have Skype. We have this and that. But I'll tell you. It's not the same. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I can text him and he answers. This right. is not what's happening there. Um, and so what happened is about two days before he was due to come home, I got a phone call from one of his friends, this guy, Jimmy, who he flew with, another helicopter pilot who wasn't on a deployment, he was stateside. Mm -hmm. And he called me up and he's, we're chatting and I'm like, Jimmy, why are you calling me? <laughs> and he goes, well, have you talked to Mike? And I said, no, I haven't talked to Mike. And he said, well, you should talk to Mike. And I said, I'll never forget. I said, Jimmy, just tell me. Yeah. Just tell me what is happening. So to make a long story longer, my husband did not come home. He uh, was moved to a medical facility, a medical um, unit in Virginia. He was there for six months, so we could still go down and see him, but he wasn't home. Ultimately, he came home. He had uh, multiple surgeries, um, multiple, you know, he's like the bionic man. He's all pieces <laughs> replaced. Um, and... Uh, it was through that experience, like I get a little like now just talking about it, it brings so much back up because it was just memories. a lot of memories and it was so hard that he didn't come back home. Like he just didn't and for so long, it was so long. So, and then once he came home, we had to begin to deal with all this recovery. Yeah. And so it was through that time that I, one of my friends right around like, uh, right around that time, a friend of mine said, uh, do you want to go to a yoga class? She said, do you want to go to a yoga class? And I had no idea what to expect or anything. And so we went to a yoga class. It was restorative yoga. And I almost had a panic attack in the class because, <laughs> I, you know, you have to lay, you're laying down and you're still. And I remember I had to talk myself out of leaving. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to leave. Getting up and walking out. I wanted to get up and walk out. Mm -hmm. And I had to say to myself, it's just an eye pillow. You can stay. <laughs> like, it's okay. This eye pillow won't kill you. Yeah. You can stay. And it was just such a, like I had so, I was just in such a rough place and so much going on. And so what happened is um, I stayed through the class. I made it to the end of class and I never stopped going to restore. Never, ever stopped going. That was it. I kept going and I went on to, I never stopped going to that class and mm -hmm. ultimately I went on to do other forms of yoga, but I went on and did um, just um, as I said, a bunch of Restore teacher training, mm -hmm. and then went on to do my 200 hours so I could teach Restore, mm -hmm. and ultimately many other trainings after that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just love it. That's why it's my passion. Can I say it really? <laughs> it's, the it's the family cat. Family cat. Yes, that's not me. Uh, 
so, um, you know, and you know, Mike is always in my classes. He's like yeah. my best student, my yeah. best teacher. He's always biggest there, supporter. biggest supporter, and I'm his biggest supporter. And it's just, um, you know, I can just really 100% honestly say that restorative yoga saved my life. I mean, it was rough. And when my when your family's driving 400 miles to drop in and check on you, you know things are going south. Yeah, it was really a rough time. So restorative yoga was just like. I mean, it was really a gift from God. It was a, it was proof that the universe always has our back. Right, and the always universe gives us knew what you needed. Yes, yes. And brought you to yoga. Yes, brought me to yoga. Yes. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Carolyn, thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. Thank you for sitting down with me. It's always a pleasure. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again and sharing this journey. Um, don't forget, subscribe to our podcast, Honor Yoga Now Weekly. Um, where you will be up on everything Honor Yoga, trends in yoga, and much more. And also, if you have any questions, comments, um, anything, um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, or you can just go right through Honor Yoga. We also have a website, or we, we have a website, actually, that you can um, email us on as well. We want to know what's going on. We want to know um, what you think. We want to... Um, know what you have to say and also if you have any ideas about the podcast please let us know we want to know so um thank you everyone again for tuning in and don't forget we um our sponsor for uh yoga hustle honor our our code is yoga or i'm sorry our code is honor 20 to get 20 percent off at checkout i'm amy taza i'm sitting with carolyn chanko yay. have a great night yay thank you